We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. Satan wants to divide the generations. He'd like for each generation to be at odds with each other. So we cannot benefit from what each generation has to offer. We need the energy and idealism of the younger generations. Welcome to Rama for today. Kenneth Hagen continues his teaching on ages, stages and generations. Find out more next on Rama for today radio. Also later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagen for today's message. And in understanding each other, we will learn how to appreciate each other. All right, the Gen Xs. This this generation, and see you can as I say that you can place yourself. And then some that were born right at the cutoff date, you're going to be part and part. You're going to be part one and part the other. All right? If you're born right in the middle of it, you're going to be dead set. <laughs> Generation Xers have been born between 1965 and 1980 and comprise about 46 million of the nation's employees. They've grown up in an era of, of technology with cable television, cell phones, laptop computers, video games which serve to drive their expectation of immediacy. During their childhood, the divorce rate in this country tripled and many of them were latchkey kids left to fend for themselves while the parents worked and they filled their time with computers and televisions and they become technologically literate they were not often involved in group activities and they are lacking in people skills they seem to be drawn to informality and fun while not being impressed by titles or hierarchy Now we go to the baby boomers. The baby boomers were born between 1946 and 1964 and comprise about 80 million of the nation's employees. The baby boomers respond to symbols of recognition such as titles, money, other status symbols or indications of peer recognition. They tend to be extremely competitive, a likely result of their vast number. They value individual choice. community involvement prosperity ownership as well as health and wellness now the baby boomer generation witnessed and participated in some of the greatest social changes that this country has ever had in the 60s and 70s with the civil rights movement the women's movement uh this generation experienced dramatic shifts in educational economic and social opportunities Now this should be placing you. Although this comes from a business research, it's also true these same tendencies are if they are the part of the people, then those same people that come into the church, we have the same thing in the church. Am I right? All right. But this is important. I wouldn't be doing this if I don't feel that this is vitally important and I I'm doing this because of reading all of the leadership magazines and the magazines that are coming out for ministers and the changes and what they're seeing in the church world today and I'm doing this because this is going to mean whether we go up and forward 
or plateau out and go down. And it's not up to me. It's up to all of us working together. Now, the, the last one is the traditionalists. The traditionalists are veterans were born between 1900 and 1945. That's me. They comprise approximately 75 million. They are loyal, of the workforce that is. They are loyal and often have worked for only one employer for their entire lifetime. And I, I'm loyal sometimes to staff and people that work for me to my own hurt. But that's just the way we work. Many of them have military backgrounds and are comfortable in top-down management style and may be motivated by recognition of job well done. They exhibit a strong work ethic shaped by the Great Depression and an onward-upward attitude. They're likely to struggle with issues such as absenteeism because you don't feel good or lifestyle issues that are affected by uh, smoking and Drinking and all that kind of stuff. They're not very tolerant of that kind of stuff. It's, it's important that this generation not be undervalued as they continue to bring logic, attention to detail, and historical knowledge. Satan wants to divide the generations. He'd like for each generation to be at odds with each other. So we cannot benefit from what each generation has to offer. We need the energy and idealism of the younger generations. But we also need the wisdom and the experience of us that have been down the road and back a couple of times. Satan wants the young to despise the old and he wants the old to despise the young. But God wants us to recognize the value of the, of the entire body of Christ. To see the significance and the potential contribution that every member has. So many times in the church, you'll hear the old people, well, I don't like that music. I want to go back and sing the hymns. And if you sing a hymn, you hear the younger generation, well, what do they think they're doing? Going back to the 30s? Don't like that. Younger generation likes a lot of guitars and noise. The older generation wants a quiet organ playing so you can sleep and not be disturbed. <laughs> Let me tell you this. We're going to have it all. We're going to learn to work together. We're going to learn to be a cohesive unit. We need to realize that the person's age is not as important as the quality that can come from that person. Now listen to this. Mozart was given piano concerts 
across Europe at age six. At age seven, Helen Keller was blind and deaf, but she mastered a vocabulary of 625 words. At age 10, Thomas Edison set up a laboratory in his own basement. Lewis Braille, at age 15, began devising a system of raised point writing for the blind to read and write. David assumed the kingship, being anointed king of Israel about when he was about 15. Einstein wrote his first documents about the theory of relativity when he was 16. Joan of Arc led 3,000 French soldiers to victory in, or in Orleans when she was 17. At age 19, Bill Gates co-founded Microsoft. At 24, William Pitt II became the prime minister of Great Britain. Samuel was one of the greatest prophets that the Old Testament had, and he ministered, it says in 1 Samuel 3, 1, now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli the priest. Jeremiah thought he was too young to be called, and he said, Oh, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am but a youth. Psalms 144.12 says that our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth, that our daughters may become cornerstone polished after the similitude of a palace. Ecclesiastes 12.1 says, Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Paul told Timothy, let no man despise your youth. He again talked to Timothy in 2 Timothy 2.22, flee youthful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who called on the Lord out of a pure heart. The message Bible says it this way, run away from infantile indulgences, run after mature righteousness, faith, love, peace, joining those who are in honest and serious prayer before God. Now, I talked about the young people. Now, I'm going to go the other end of the spectrum. At age 59, Clara Barton founded the American Red Cross. At age 65, Colonel Harlan Sanders drove around the country looking for a place to lassen his finger-looking good chicken recipe and started and built the Kentucky Fried Chicken Empire. At age 65, Winston Churchill became prime minister of Great Britain. Goldie Meir was 71 when she became Prime Minister of Israel. Michael Angelo designed the Dome of St. Peter's Basilica when he was 72. Ronald Reagan was re-elected President of the United States when he was 72. At age 75, John Glenn returned to outer space after being one of the second or third man to go into space. At age 79, Big Ben Franklin invented the bifocals. At age 80, George Burns, who had been on the stage since he was a very young, young man, received his first Academy Award at 80. At 81, Benjamin Franklin was the one that engineered the acceptance of the U.S. Constitution by his diplomacy with all of the delegates that was at the Constitutional Convention. John Wesley became annoyed when at age 83, he could not write more than 15 hours a day without hurting his eyes hurting. At 86, he was ashamed he could not preach more than twice a day. And in his diary, he complained there was an increasing tendency to lie in bed and sleep until 5.30 in the morning. At age 89, Arthur Rubenstein gave 
one of his greatest concerts in New York's Carnegie Hall, New York City's Carnegie Hall. Michelangelo was still composing poetry and designing structures in his 89th year. He painted the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel on his back on a scaffold when he was near 90. Oliver Wendell Holmes, the Supreme Court Justice that retired at 91, said this, get it, men do not quit playing because they grow old. They grow old because they quit playing. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join our special guest hosts, Craig Hagan and Denise Hagan Burns. And then we have a special product offer for you guys this month. In fact, we actually have a product by all of us in the family. Um, first, first off, we have a book entitled It's Your Time to Shine, which is our mom's book. You know, you can say it's your season to shine. And then we have my CD um, titled it's, it's, This is Only a Test. And then your CD entitled Living into Continual Peace. And then Dad's CD series, actually, three CDs, Ages, Stages, and Generations. I, I believe that every person of any age sh should hear that message. It's a wonderful message. And all these products that retail for $40.95, but this month, $22.95, you're going to save $18 on the product. So, so a great deal. So, um, you know, just write us, call us, or send an email and, and um, order this month's product. Call toll-free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth Hagen will continue his message, Ages, Stages, and Generations. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.